of Isaiah. This is what God has laid on my heart, the 21st verse. How is the faithful city become a harlot? How is the faithful city become a harlot? It was full of judgment, righteousness lodged in it, but now murderers. And if this is not, if this is not a miracle, that's the first uh, chapter of Isaiah and the 21st verse. How is the faithful city become a harlot? How is the faithful city become a harlot? And we don't need to talk much about harlots and whores before the young people. Amen, because they won't understand. But we can take them into our school classes and we teach them all about sex. But we can't say much about it in church. I looked up the word harlot. And the word harlot, it just had beside of it a prostitute. And we all know what a prostitute is. And we know that, a, that it used to be, not anymore. It, it seemed like an outgoing thing. But a prostitute by the church looked down on somebody that was a prostitute. It was somebody that would sell their body for money. Somebody that would go do all of these things to satisfy flesh to get what they want. And the Bible said, I just have read it there, he said it used to be a faithful city, but now it's full of harlots. It has become a harlot. How can this thing happen in our churches? And I'm wondering, Bush doesn't mention some of it in it, and it bothers me to no end. For three or four weeks now, it's been heavy on my heart how people that have walked with God, people that God has delivered out of trouble, away from drug addiction, away from sexual addictions, amen, away from drugs and alcohol, and put them in the house of God. And 10, 10 11, 12, 18, 20 years, amen, they turn back on God. They go back into the things that put them in the shape that they were in uh, to start with. How soon do we forget what God has done for us? How soon have we forgot what it was to lay in agony, a withdrawal from drugs and withdrawal from alcohol? I come slipping in in the wee hours of the morning, dreading pulling into your driveway and facing your wife. How soon we forget what God delivered us from and the glory of God that he has put upon us to share with our neighbors. Amen. And there's something required of us. My community of Logap, my church family is looking at me as a man of God, a child of God that's been delivered from the things of this world and I need to walk straight before God. But the church world today, honey, is a, world, a church world today that used to be free. A church world that could worship God in spirit and in truth has grabbed up a little piece of the world here and a little piece of the world there. Amen. And headed right back into destruction. We can Come in and try to shout a little bit in church, but we got so much of the world in us, we can't shout. Our mind's not on serving God. Our mind is not on crucifying the flesh. Our mind is doing on what we want to do and satisfy what we want to set. Can I tell you, America is in trouble today. America is in trouble today. We can blame it on Biden if we want to. But America is in trouble because we've turned our back on God. Amen. I'm preaching right here. How's the faithful city become a harlot? It was full of judgment. Righteousness lodged in it. 
but now murderers. Mm, my Lord and my God. In the first verse, the first chapter of Isaiah, the vision of Isaiah, the son of Amos, which he saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem in the day of Uzziah, Jonathan, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, king of Judea. He said, Hear, O heavens, and give ear, O earth, for the Lord has spoken. I have nourished and brought up children, and they have rebelled against me. I've never seen a time in my 80 years, I've never seen a time when children are so rebellious, amen, against parents, when they're so rebellious against anything that's right. And I look on down to us older folks, and I've never seen us older folks as rebellious uh, as we are today. Uh, uh, we can hug one's neck and love them to death, uh, and we can step on another and crush their toes and go on in our own way, and our conscience don't bother us. Uh, uh, the Word of God calls this a hypocrite, and God don't bless a hypocrite. God don't keep his hand. He said, I have nourished them up. And he said, I've given. Oh, hear, oh, hear, the Lord has spoken. I have nourished and brought up children, and they have rebelled against me. He said, the ox knows his owner, and the ass his master's crib. But Israel doth not know my people, doth not consider. He, he, the Lord said, this is God speaking here to Isaiah, said, write it down. He said, my people don't even consider. My people don't know. The ox knows where its stall is. And I thought about, we was in, in two different places. I saw this happen. Uh, and I saw it happen in Israel. And I saw it happening happened in, in uh, uh, Romania. And, and the cows, they just roamed loose where they wanted to go. But when it started, to get in dark they went to their crib they went to their master's house and I talked to some of the people about it how they could they wasn't fenced they just run and the sheep would all come gathering in at a place there in Israel amen but everyone went to his shepherd everyone went to his place but it says these people the Lord said these people that have I raised up he said that the ox knows his crib but these people don't know their place and I, if I've ever seen a time glory to God when when people don't know their place, when people are going to have it their way, when people don't mind causing trouble in church, when people are going to blame somebody else, uh, when they're guilty as sin, glory to God, and they're still going to wipe it off on somebody else and strut off down the road. I thought, how can a woman, glory to God, uh, uh, run off on her husband that God gave her and she stood and took the vows and said, until death do us part uh, and there's no shame when they walk away and lay with another man amen and they come back and sit down in church amen, glory to God and act like they're just as good as everybody else there's no judgment in the house of God anymore there's no correction in the house of God anymore we're doing what we want to do amen we don't fear God anymore can I tell you sin's going to be brought out sin's going to be pointed out sin's going to be shouted from the house Top. We're going to know, glory to God, who's right and who ain't right. Amen. Jesus is coming back after a church uh, without spot or without wrinkle. Uh, Jesus ain't coming back a church uh, that's too lazy, glory to God, to get up and come to the house of God, sit around and watch your TV in their house coat and drink their coffee and say, I'm a child of God. That's why the churches are empty today uh, and everybody thinks they're right with God. Amen, church. Amen. 
He said, In the ox knoweth his owner, and the ass his master's crib. But Israel doth not know, my people doth not consider. Ah, sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity, a seed of evildoers, children that are corruptors. They have forsaken the Lord. They have provoked the Holy One of Israel unto anger. They are gone away backward. And all of these, and some of it has died down, but the burning of these cities, neighbor, that's what the Bible is talking about. There's no correction. The, the, the killing of our officers, and if an officer tries to do his duty and stops one that's robbing a bank and he shoots him, then they got him up for trial. Amen. They've got the preacher that's preaching against homosexuality on trial. Amen. Those that are still preaching against sin, they're the talk of the world. We're sorry we're nobody. Let's do away from the church. Let's just go sit down and listen to these, a little evangelist, glory to God, and sit down and listen to Joel Osteen and just have it our way and we'll prosper. That ain't the word of God, neighbor. I'm going to tell you, we're going to suffer persecution. We're going to be troubled if you preach the Word of God. If you live the Word of God, you're going to be in trouble. Hallelujah. And he said, and they, why should we be stricken? Why should ye be stricken anymore? You will revolt more and more whose head is sick and the whole heart faint. Seemingly, the more you preach it and the harder you try to get them to straighten up, the more they rebel against you. I've been told don't say nothing else to them. You're just going to run them off. They ain't in no way, so how are you going to run them off? We've backed up on the Word of God. And when it comes to our family, then we really soften. Mine's in sin. I don't know what about yours, but mine's in sin. And if they don't repent, glory to God, hell's going to be their home. And hell is eternal burning fire that burns forever and forever and forever. The fire is not quenched. Where the wild worm dieth not, glory to God. Think about it, honey, where our children are heading today that are rebelling against the house of God. And he said, from the sole of the feet even to the head, there is no soundness in it, but wounds and bruises and purchifying sores. They have not been closed, neither bound up, neither mortified with ointment. I'm going to tell you, we've not healed the sores of the sin of our life. The only way you can heal the sores of the sin of your life is the Lord Jesus Christ. The only ointment is the oil of God, amen, that will heal what's inside of a man. When sin has bubbled over and took him down a road of no return, only the Lord Jesus Christ and the anointing oil of God can come in and take care of you. The Holy Ghost power of God is all that can keep you uh, in the will of God. We've got to read God's Word. We've got to pray. We've got to love our neighbor as ourselves. We can't separate and love this and then curse that one. Uh, the Word of God said it ain't so. It can't be so. We can't do that. 
that. We've got to love our neighbor as ourselves. Uh, we got to love our neighbor as our little children. Uh, you can smack their butt and it won't be long till they'll come back and want a bottle or a candy or, or to hug your neck or maybe even kiss you. Uh, uh, we've become a stubborn, rebellious generation of people that God is not pleased with. The Bible said plainly, let me read what I'm preaching. The Bible said plainly, has the faithful city become a harlot? It was full of judgment and righteousness. How has it become a harlot? How has it become a prostitute? How has our cities become a place that there's murder every day? How has our cities in North Carolina that one time served God, how have they become a place of murders every day? Every day in Winston-Salem, every day, there's a murder. There's somebody else shot. There's somebody else robbed. How has this thing happened? How has this thing, when, when we can't even carry a knife to school, how has this thing, when we can't even sit down and feel at peace when our kids go into a classroom? Because there's somebody out there that's possessed with the devil. Amen. And some of them have walked with God. Some of them have been in church. Some of them have rebelled. You can believe this or let it go by. I've talked to them that I know has been saved, and they're hearing voices, neighbor. Satan is speaking to them, and it's happening in our land today. I'm telling us the truth. Who knows? Who knows? Why? We went through a class just a while back, and some wonders why we put the locked doors back there, you know, and they suggested the sheriff's department came and went through a class with us that we should have somebody stand back there and lock our doors. Ain't it a crying shame that you've got to lock the doors on the house of the living God? Ain't it a crying shame that it's come to that? And we can see it all over our county that it's happened. Praise God, they've not come in here yet, but they can. They can. Ain't it a shame you've got to have? Can I tell you something? Read the Bible. Read the Bible. There was somebody standing at the gate all the time. Didn't let junk in. Amen. If they wasn't Jews, they didn't come in. If it wasn't what they said they was, they didn't come in. If their language betrayed them, they didn't come in. But today, everybody's all right. Today, everybody's all right. But he said, seventh verse, your country is desolate. Your cities are burned with fire. Your land, strangers, devour it in your presence, and it is desolate as overthrown by strangers. How about the trade centers? And strangers come in and devoured our trade centers, devoured our land, took over, willing to give their life, how about that? We didn't see that in me growing up. It's in the last days. If you think we're not in the last days, you're wrong. If you wonder why you're having trouble with your husband or your wife, we're in the last days. If you want to know why your preacher's struggling, we're in the last days. I need to buckle up. I need to tighten up. I need to get close to God. I need every bit of the Spirit of God I can get about me. I need to walk. Lord help these. We got a baby dedication tonight. God help these little babies that's coming along. That's got a face. If it changes the next 20 years like it has the last 20 years, Lord help our young ones. Lord help our young ones. Mm. 
and the daughter of Zion is left as a cottage. Read that. When trouble comes, the daughter of Zion, the Christian people, are left as a cottage. Cottage, and, and I looked up the word cottage, and it says just a temporary home. You ain't going to get to stay there long. In a vineyard, as a lodge in a garden of cucumbers, as a besieged city. Glory to God. Can I tell you something today? That's where Christians are living today. We have come back into a shell, and we're trying to satisfy the world. We're trying to satisfy half of the church. We're afraid to preach. We're afraid to tell the truth. We're afraid to be what we are. Glory to God, they told me so over in Revival Monday. I said, Tiffany loves the preacher Bill. The old preacher said, is there any wonder? What are you saying? Me and Tiffany just polite. You like that? She ain't going to shake her head yes or no. I'll have to talk to her after church. But think about it. We hold it back and we let people run over us. When the Word of God is right, it's right. Amen. The Word of God, whatever you put before God is wrong. Amen. Amen. God will be first or He won't be at all. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. God said it all. You know, I, I look around today and I see one gone, two gone, three gone. I know His obligations. I'm going to be gone one of these days. Hallelujah. That'll give you all something to shout about. I told Janet, keep me up two days. Amen. Have five preachers. Where y'all to death? Amen. I'm gone. Amen. I'm gone. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This, this thing's serious today. I'm going to tell you where we're at. We're in our own little boat. When I'm happy, I'm happy. And if I want everybody else to be happy, but if I got problems, I'm down. I want everybody to cry with me. Honey, everybody here has got a problem. Let's bring it to Jesus and love God and walk for God. Praise His holy name. And he said, except the Lord, the ninth verse, except the Lord of that host had left unto us a very small remnant, we should have been in Sodom and we should have been like unto Gomorrah. Hear the word of the Lord, you rulers. Of Sodom and give ear unto the law of our God, ye people of Gomorrah. To what purpose is the multitude of your sacrifices? <laughs> hmm. yeah. He said, What purpose is the multitude of your sacrifices unto me, saith the Lord? I am full of the burnt offerings of the rams. God's tired of us bringing nothing to Him. He's tired of the burnt offerings of the ram. God wants us. He wants us to present our body a living sacrifice. What purpose is the multitude of your sacrifices unto me, saith the Lord? I am full of the burnt offerings of the rams and the fat of the fed beast, and I delight not in the blood of bullocks or of lambs or of goats when it comes to appear before me, who hath required this at your hand to tread your coat? Bring no more vain oblations or no more uh, incense or an, an abomination unto me. These offerings that we bring to the Lord, how many times do we come to the Lord and ask Him the same thing right over and over and over and over and get right back up and go do the same thing that we've done all of our life? We come to church when we want to. We need to set church a priority. Glory to God. If we need a vacation, or six days in the week to take a vacation. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Bill, you can preach it till you fall over. The people ain't going to hear it. But I don't want that mark on my register, honey. It said I could have been there on Sunday, but I wasn't. I decided 
to please self. I decided to give a little more time to my job. I decided to give a little more time to my family. God, you know my need. You know what I wanted. I wanted to be there, but I decided I better do something else. Honey, I'd rather do something than to preach this today. Honey, I wanted to preach out of just what he read right there in Colossians chapter 3, but God said go to Isaiah 1. Amen. So you got to preach what God says. This is more obligation and sense is in and bring no more obligations, oblations, incense, and an abomination unto me. The new moon and the Sabbath and the calling of assemblies I cannot away with. It is iniquity, even the solemn meeting. Your new moon and your appointed feast, my soul hateth. They are a trouble unto me. I am weary in bearing them. And when you spread when you spread forth your hands, I will hide mine eyes from you. Yea, when you make many prayers, I will not hear you. Your hands are full of blood. Wash you, make you, make you clean. Put away the evil of your doings. From before mine eyes come to do evil. He left this up to us. He said for us to wash. He said it was abomination, the offerings that we're bringing unto the Lord. And I thought about to protect ourselves, we play all kinds of little games with God. If we pay our tithes, we've got it all whipped. If we come to church regular, we've got it all whipped. And we've got these little things that we hang on to. Honey, except we give it all to God, we ain't got it whipped. He wants us all and all in all in the same way that he be first. And when we come together in one mind and one accord, revival will break out. Brother Don Anderson can't bring it. But we can bring revival. We can pray down revival in the house of the living God and souls can be saved. Christians can be revived. I've been revived, amen. The battle has come and I knew the battle would come, but I've been revived. God touched my heart. Give me another message in another day or two, Andy, that I can go on. I praise his holy name for it. Amen. You can't get this in man. You can't get it from a doctor. Praise the name of Jesus. Wash you, make you clean, put away the evil of your doings from before mine eyes. Cease to do evil. 17, learn to do well, seek judgment, relieve the oppressed, judge the fatherless, plead for the widow. <laughs> Amen. You buy somebody church that ain't been 40 years and you're judging them. Because they got their feelings hurt just the other day. Ain't it sad? And then they write back, don't you judge me. You think you're better than I am. Making fun of the Word of God. Trying to tear down the men of God. I remember a lady I worked with for the state. I was happy when I was younger. I was a happier man. Nobody's tired. But I laughed and carried on. Tried to invite everybody to church. I invited everybody I could. She was helping me one day, and she said, you're laughing at me. I said, I ain't laughing at you. She said, you're making fun of me. I said, I ain't making fun of you. I'm just happy. I said, I'm sorry you're not happy. <laughs> now, I'm telling you, in the next two weeks, she got called for driving drunk. I wasn't the one made her get called for driving drunk. I was trying to get her to be happy. Amen. But we're going to blame it on somebody. Yep. Yep. I'm at church today because God saved me. Amen. I was out of church because I was lost. 
I dreaded going because I was lost. And every now and then the, the old sinful man wants to come back and make me lazy. But I'm glad that I can be in the house of God. I'm glad I have opportunity to see a faithful city that's full of harlots. I'm not glad that that happened, but I'm glad I'm able to see it. I'm watching day by day the Bible being fulfilled. I don't know this for, for my facts, but a, pre, a TV evangelist said every 37 minutes there's a pornography movie film made in California. Every 37 minutes, 24 hours around the clock. So what is Baalism? Baalism is just sexual desires. Led them in the wrong direction. And it was, it was orgies and they burnt their little babies. So what's the difference? How about it, fellas, when you pass, pass by... Y'all probably don't. Some of you got too old. But when when you pass by a book stand that's got them in it and they're wrapped in extra paper, it don't bother you a bit, I'm sure. It bothers me. There might be a day when I ain't close enough to God till I can't walk by that. So it bothers me that it's even available. The availability of alcohol and, and beer in every grocery store and a person that's having a, a down week and everybody has a down week. What's ruling our life? What what is what has Satan put out there that drug us back? Is it money? Is it another woman, as my buddy said? Is it a new car? Well, I talked to one last week. Is it just pure soreness? She finally agreed with me. She, I, I said, you just slothful. That's your whole problem. She said, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. <clears throat> 19, if you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. That's the word of God. If you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the land, the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured with the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. How is the faithful city become a harlot? How in the world, how can this happen? And I don't want to know how, I can see how. But how can one serve God 20 years and let the same old thing that had them to start with drag them back? How many testimonies have we heard at Mount Vernon Church and there sits an empty pew? And then another one says, I never sinned and I wasn't like you all and I didn't drink and I didn't do drugs, but I, I needed to be saved anyhow. There ain't enough spirit about them to water shotgun. If there ain't no spirit about us, if I can't tell that brother I'm mad at him, there's something wrong. I mean, there's something wrong when I can't speak to that brother. When I can't answer the phone when that brother calls me, there's something wrong. The love of God ain't in there. 
We can teach or preach what we want to, but I never drank and I never cussed and I never run around. I was just ready to fly away anyhow, and the Lord saved me. Mm. I'm going to tell you, you ain't right with God. Amen. We get right with God, we'll love our neighbor. If you can't love your neighbor, how can you love God who you ain't seen? Amen, church. It's Bible. It's Bible. Let me preach on. As the faithful city become a heart, it was full of judgment, righteous, laws in it, but now murderers. Thy silver is become as dross, thy wine mixed with water. Thy princes are, are princes is a, a king's son. The princes are rebellious and companions of thieves. See where our leaders are at? They're companions of thieves. Let me read over here in Zephaniah 2 and 3. Seek ye the Lord, all ye meek of the earth, which have wrought his judgment. Seek righteousness. Seek meekness. Are we seeking righteousness? Are we seeking meekness? It may be ye shall be hid in the day of the Lord of Lord's anger. If we'll seek righteousness and meekness, it may be that we'll be hid in the day of the Lord's anger. Amen. These are some things we've got to seek after. Let me go on. He said, The princes are rebellious and, they, and companions of thieves. Everyone loveth gifts and follow after rewards. They judge not the fatherless, neither doth he cause of the widows come into the cause of the widows come into them. Therefore saith the Lord, the Lord of hosts, the mighty one of Israel, I will ease me of mine adversaries. The Lord God said, I will ease me of mine adversaries and avenge me of mine enemies. He said, I will take care of them. I'm going to read this, and I ain't going to try to explain it. Don't don't understand it all myself, but I'm going to read this, and I want us to get it. I want us to get it plain. It's over in Revelation 17. Turn over there with me, if you will. You can find Revelation 17. It's the last chapter. Last chapter of the book. I'll read six, five, or seven, or eight, or verses, whatever. Seventeenth chapter of Revelations. How is the faithful church? Become a city of harlots. How has our, our big towns become a city of harlots? We were founded on in God we trust. Man after man has died to kill the adversary that you and I could be free today. And I know you look at me and you say, Bill, what can I do? If you don't think you can do nothing else, you can pray. Amen. You can pray. And I'm sure if you pick up a phone, you can tell somebody yeah. a little something about Jesus. Yeah. We, we, we've got access to people today. And he said in Revelation 17, And there came one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials and talked with me, saying unto me, Come hither, and I will show unto thee the judgment of the great whore that sitteth upon many waters. 
The many waters are people with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication and the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. So he called me, it's not just wine that makes us drunk. It's the lust, the lust. If one gets a cell phone, I want a cell phone. If one gets a house, I want a house. I want this and I want that. We're never satisfied with what we got. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman set upon a scarlet-colored beast full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet-colored and decked with gold and precious stone and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. Fornicating against the true word of God, against the true man of God. Fornication against what God had done. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery Babylon, the great, the mother of harlots, and abominations of the earth. Let me read that again. Mystery Babylon, the great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. And I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints. I don't know what about you all, church, but that scares me. This old mystery, Babylonish woman. And the woman was drunken with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. And the angel said unto me, Where did I marvel? I will tell thee the mystery of the woman and the beast that careth her, which hath the seven hearts, seven heads and ten horns. I thought, Brother Hayes, there mentioned it, and I'd, I'd seen it, and I may have mentioned it in a service a day or two ago, but but I seen it where five kids and their parents were coming up against the school, and some of you may have seen this, and they were protesting because they didn't have a sandbox in the school because their kids wanted to be cats. I've heard that from two or three different avenues, and he mentioned it when he come in there. But think about, could we be the mystery Babylon? We have had everything. There's nothing that any nation has ever had that America ain't had abundance of. We have been blessed. We've been protected. We've had opportunity, churches on every corner. We've had every opportunity. The old mystery Babylonian woman is drunk of the blood of the saints. Yeah. 
Y'all read the rest of that. I don't understand all this. But can I tell you something? It makes a hair stand up on my head. It makes me realize that I'm not exempt from that powerful Satan. The only way I'm exempt is the blood of Jesus. The only way I can keep the woman, the mystery Babylon, and whorish woman, the mother of whores, off of me is the blood of Jesus. I can't quit cussing. I couldn't quit drinking. I tried some of that. I couldn't. I couldn't. It's the blood of Jesus. I hope we're getting this today. Man, this thing is down in the last chapters of the Bible. And it goes on and says in the last, very last chapter, if we take away, he said, our name will be taken out the book of life. He said, if we add to the word, the plagues of this book will be added to us. You read the plagues of that book. He said, except I come a fallen away, there'd be no need for him to come. Yeah. The abomination of desolation spoken of by the prophet Daniel set in his holy place and says, I'm God. That's going to sit on the throne of God. He says, I'm God until God comes down. Amen. It plainly says that he'll be bound for a thousand years and, and he'll be loosed after that thousand years. And he'll come up, and the Bible said, come past the camp of the saints. So we better be ready. My 12-gauge shotgun ain't going to get the job done. I need Jesus. I need Jesus. Let me read this, and I'll quit. I promise you. Has the faithful city become a harlot? How is the faithful city become a harlot? The last two or three weeks, my little buddy that I've spent hour after hour, day after day, done everything I knew to do, and prayed, quit listening, and let the devil have his way. When you see people in standing, teaching, doing a work for God, the people's eyes are on them. Satan wants to tear me down. Satan wants to stop me. Wants to shut me up. If you're doing anything for my Lord, Satan wants to hinder you. If you ain't doing nothing, you're just drifting through. This world's not made for us. Butch said hell's not made for us. Created for the devil and his angels. Why do I want to open the door and go back into hell? Why do I want to lay in that old car sick than a dog and don't know how I got there? Why do I want to lay in there in that bed and look at that wall and say, wonder where I'm at? Can I hear somebody speak or a car pass that I'll know where I am? Why would I want to go back to that? I believe God would kill me if I went back to that. Amen. Lord help. I know better. I know better. Corinthians says, and we want to preach it shortly. Satan, don't marvel. Satan transformed himself into an angel of light. He can stand behind the pulpit. He can be a deacon. He can be a singer. 
take you down a wrong road. Read your word. Amen. Let God speak to you. Make up your mind. Amen. You're going to serve God. Amen. I love you. Will, brother, get a song. Tell me as God speaks to our heart. This feels to me like it's been water on a duck's back. It just shed off. But how has the faithful city become a harlot? Become a prostitute? Because it sold itself out for the pleasures of the world. Pleasures of the flesh. Hmm. Go ahead, brother. 117. 117. 